Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It happened yesterday, and most folks didn't know about it. That's probably a good thing, because it was so close. If we were driving on the highway, and another car came that close comparatively to this, as this, we'd all be changing our drawers right now. The asteroid that passed by the Earth yesterday was closer to us than the moon is. Astronomers say it was 65 feet wide, and was only found by those looking at the sky seven days before it passed. We only had a week's warning that it was coming. The last thing that big to come that close actually hit the earth in Russia in 2013. It damaged 7,000 buildings and injured 1,000 people. What's also interesting about this asteroid is what the astronomers decided to call it once they found it. The name of the asteroid? 2019 VD. And that's an entirely different type of scary. <laughs> you would think is technologically advanced as we yeah. are. Yeah. They could pinpoint years in advance when an asteroid well, is coming. They're just so hard to see. <laughs> because they don't, you know, they don't give off light. Unlike a star, only the light that's reflected. And this thing was only 60 feet wide out in the middle of nowhere. We're going to get hit, aren't we? I, well, Most we got definitely. hit in 2013. But, the, the, and it, but it was in the middle of nowhere, Russia. At some time, we're going to get hit and it's going to be, you know... A really, really bad place. You like my house. <laughs> you got homeowners for that? I don't think. <laughs> I'd like to call Ray up and ask you if I we have an get... asteroid insurance. We, sh we should find out today. You know, I have to speak really plain when I ask him. <laughs> it's asteroid insurance I, I'm asking about there. Wow. Well, something else to worry about. Thanks, oh, Cliff yeah. Ingram. My pleasure. I want to welcome you with a nice greeting to the Morning Road Show this morning. <laughs> okay. With a reminder that slow, lit slow mm -hmm. listeners, yeah. please keep to the right so the faster listeners can pass you. <laughs> That's right. There's a state law about that, actually. There is a state yes. law, and we would like for you to conform <laughs> to that this morning. We the continuing proof that people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere today finds us in Richmond, Virginia. One homeowner there talking to a TV station about something that went missing from her property on Arthur Ashe Boulevard. Gina Kutlakas told 8 News that she's lived in the neighborhood for about 20 years and has never really seen any crime worth talking about until this was taken from her home in late September. Apparently, someone arrived at her home September 26 while Kutlakas was at work and made off with the item in question, and it was something that took quite a while to steal. Several hours and lots of hard work, so whoever did it was undoubtedly seen by someone, and that's what police are asking for now, help from the public to find the perpetrator or perpetrators involved. It was, whoever it was, that stole the woman's sidewalk. Not the sidewalk that runs along the street, mind you. It was the sidewalk that runs from the front of her house all the way around to her back door. All done. Nice and clean. Although the perpetrators did leave some nice orange cones to make sure no one stepped off into the dirt where the sidewalk used to be. <laughs> they stole her sidewalk. You know, Weed, I remember the day when people used to be able to leave their sidewalks unlocked and no one would disturb them. Well, yeah, but you're talking about the 50s or something like that. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be funny if it happened to you. Yeah. But it's kind of humorous it, when you think about it. It is kind of funny. You wake yeah. up and your sidewalk's gone. It's gone. <laughs> 
you know, and you have to have a piece of property that can use exactly that much <laughs> sidewalk. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> well, I know that there's lots of mysteries in the world, Cliff, but uh, scientists have been working on this for years, the mystery of who built Stonehenge. Oh, and, yeah. And they <laughs> think they have finally really? solved it, yes. Yeah, who, who did it? How did they do it? And why? <laughs> and I can't believe, after all of these years, Cliff, it finally occurred to someone, just ask Betty White, she'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, she's probably got it written down in her diary somewhere. I'm sure her grandmother was telling her about when they was all sitting around. We were kind of bored one day. We thought we'd cut some stones up and stick them up. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just a, I hope I say the word right, a, Neanderthal that's got my knuckles rubbing on the ground this morning. but um, What's the problem? Well, it recently happened in Philadelphia, okay. and now it's happening in Long Island. What? Where a high school football coach yeah. has been suspended because they scored too many points. The total was 61 to 13. And the county school district has a rule there yeah. that if you win by over 42 points, yeah. the coach has to explain to a special committee why they scored so many points. <laughs> now, I've been on the other end of those games. You mean the 13 points? I've been on the 13-pointer <laughs> side, and it's not much fun. No. But what would be more embarrassing is if you were playing any sport, yeah. we'll just say football, and the other team was really walloping you. Yeah. And basically, they just started taking a knee every time they had the ball. Then That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing no, that's more abs- so to me that, than the score I, is. I totally agree with that. But I think that's kind of what they're asking for. We don't want anybody's feelings to be hurt. And nobody wants to have a clubbing of 100 to nothing. I'm no. not saying that. I mean, and here, here's my thought. Princeton, Tiger football team, yes. all, all year long, won one game. Yes. And they're playing for the sectional trophy on Friday night. That's exactly right. Do you not think each of those losses, including the 56-7 to loss at Jasper, was a learning experience for those kids? Because they're playing for the sectional championship on Friday night. Yeah, it's pretty simple. The best way to avoid being stomped into the ground, yeah. play better. <laughs> That's all you have to <laughs> do. Right. Play better yes. and it won't happen. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I feel a little bad this morning because I feel like I've actually lied to one of our Facebook friends. Oh, no. Yes. You told an untruth. I um, didn't mean to, but it just kind of (laughs) happened. You see, our question is, I can eat blank, or make that I can't eat blank, without having blank with it. So that's what we're asking our Facebook friends over at Weed and Cliff in the Morning to... Fill in the blanks for today. Yes. Okay. And Jenna was nice enough to post on yeah. there that, um, well, she can't eat pancakes without having mustard on the pancakes. <laughs> no syrup, <laughs> just mustard. <laughs> the reaction Cliff is having is my reaction, too. You know, there's only one person besides whoever that listener was. Jenna. Jenna. That that's the guy who sits at the desk back over there in the corner of the department of just in time for breakfast. Oh my! <laughs> and we've been discussing this yeah. this morning, me and yeah. Jenna on uh, Facebook, and yeah. she says wow. it's actually fantastic, mm. and I should give it a try okay. and get back with her and see what I thought of it. And I foolishly <laughs> said, "Okay, I'll give that a shot." And the more I've thought of this, the more I've thought. I love pancakes. 
And I love mustard. Yeah. I put mustard on a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'll put mustard on meatloaf. But oh. I don't know if I can stomach it on a pancake with no syrup. I'll put mustard on a pancake. You told her you would do that. I foolishly, and I am afraid, Cliff, that... <laughs> you're you're going to fake it, aren't you? <sighs> no, I've oh. already started down the lie path. I'm just probably going to have to say, I don't know if I can stomach you're gonna, this. You're going to bail out, aren't you? I think I'm bailing on this one. Chicken. Yes, I do. Well, Cliff, you mentioned the uh, Tiger football team a few minutes ago. Yes. Their success here at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Also... How about the uh, Princeton Tiger Marching Band? That's right, playing for a state championship on Saturday. And I uh, received a Facebook message yeah. saying, and I didn't know this. What's that? 28 years since they've been there for a state championship. Yes, right. And apparently wow. the um, the State Scholastic School Music Association, blah, 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 ISMA is what they call it. They have two divisions. This one, this open division that they're in is the more competitive one. So you have to really be good to consider yourself state finals worthy in the open class. So there's two of them going on at the same time? Well, they, they go on different weekends. There's like a scholastic class oh. and an open class, and I don't know the difference, and I can't explain the difference even if I knew what it was because, you know, the ISMA rules are way more funky than the IHSAA rules. <laughs> well, good luck to the so, – uh, Tiger Band this weekend. And, uh, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, playing in Lucas Oil Stadium is a is a big deal. So it's a lot going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and treat it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't treat it as yeah. nerve wracking. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's what you're playing for, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Lead authorities in Monterey County, California, say the two dudes who escaped custody over the weekend are bad, bad men. 21-year-old Santos Fonseca and 20-year-old Jonathan Salazar are both, in fact, suspects being held in a murder case. Well, they were until they escaped from the jail Sunday morning. Authorities say the two were able to create a hole in the ceiling of the bathroom of their housing unit, climb up, and wiggle over to the section of the unit where the utilities ran, and from there it was a short climb over a fence to freedom. And no, not the razor wire fence typically found in an incarceration facility. It was just the regular chain link kind because prisoners were being housed in a jail that's still under construction. (laughs) Now, you might think that surveillance video would supplement the security shortfalls because of the work being done, but apparently the two figured out the one corner of the bathroom where there was a surveillance video blind spot. If only there was some way to check. (laughs) Yes, or perhaps, you know, get the prison (laughs) completed before you put prisoners in it. That makes sense, too. Here's rule number 37, Cliff, of why I could never be a policeman. Okay. In Florida, they arrested a suspect where the sheriff's office had to chase him on foot as he fled away. Then they had to chase him when he got on a bicycle, (laughs) and then they had to jump in the water and swim after him. I'm telling you, yeah, it's almost like a James Bond movie right there. There's a lot of chasing going There's on. There's a lot of chasing, yeah. and that's why I couldn't be a police officer, because the foot thing would have pretty well <laughs> made me say, go ahead and go. The foot thing? Yes. By just, the time we got to the bike, ahead. I'm already out of the picture. <laughs> you, and I can't you swim. Know. <laughs> you know, usually when a police officer calls in for backup, it's because they're in a dangerous situation. You just call him for backup because you don't want to run. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> I'm out of this. 
<laughs> Instead of letting go, yeah. I'm thinking somewhere down the line, he would yeah. have grabbed a hang glider and took <laughs> off. <laughs> You're right. Let's see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? My name is Michael. And what's your last yeah. name? Welch. And where are you from? Four Branch. Okay. Interested in seeing some hockey? I, I just thought I, I wanted to play the game. So he wants to play the game. Oh, you want to play the game? Okay. So yeah, but but there's I want to know what I'm going to get if I play the game and I win. Besides the hockey ticket, that's all you're going to get. Ah, uh, well then, just give the hockey ticket to somebody else. Then. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. <laughs> He just wants to play the game. You just wanted to play the game, didn't you, Michael? <laughs> and he's gone. Oh, there oh, he no, is. He's still here. Oh, he's I'm gone. here. Okay. I'm here. All right. Well, we can play the game, but you won't win nothing. Well, I don't want Let's play the game, then. Because oh. I want to find out if you're a good liar or not. Well, I'm pretty good at it. Well, here it is, Michael. I'm going to give you this statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it all up. More okay. money is spent on gardening than any other hobby. False. No, that's true. It's true. That is true. I'm a good liar, aren't I? You're a good liar. Yes. Well, <laughs> well I, expect, I actually expected that. So, well, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. Michael, well, yeah. Thank, thank you for playing this morning and for winning nothing, okay? Okay. Yeah, I, I just pass them hockey tickets to somebody else. I sure will. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Bye-bye. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> you too. Now everybody has to wonder, yeah. am I lying about him losing? <laughs> no, I'm not. He really did yeah. lose. Gardening is the number one money spent on a hobby. What do you do with that clothing, Cliff? I don't know what you could possibly do. I'm assuming with... you're referring to the tight pants that Olivia Newton-John wore in the last scene of Greece. Yes. I have no idea. I don't know. Do you display that in your home would, because that's a little creepy? Yeah. Here on the wall. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you? So do you like lay them down flat and frame them or do you get like a mannequin to put them on? Either way, it's creepy. <laughs> Hang them from the ceiling, just let them dangle down. I don't know what you do with that. I'm, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And when friends and family come over, you like yeah. you want to see Olivia Newton-John's pants from Greece? <laughs> <laughs> just... No, but we're going to go now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, we was going to stay for Thanksgiving. but Yeah, but we're going to have pizza instead. In North Carolina, Cliff, this is pretty nice. There's yeah. an organization there that finds homes for abandoned dogs. Okay. That's pretty nice. Pretty yep, cool. You're absolutely right. And now this organization is looking for the person who kidnapped one of those dogs. <laughs> so it was like a shelter. Yes. And someone broke in and kidnapped a dog. And took it home, which is what the organization is trying to get people to do voluntarily. I think I would just let that one pass. <laughs> you were just skirting the paperwork. <laughs> yes. All the processing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Yeah. Cliff. Yes. What would you guess would be the highest voter turnout percentage-wise in the history of the United States for a national election? You mean overall, the entire country? Yes. It was for a presidential election. Um, probably 60-some-odd percent. It's a pretty good guess, but you're a little bit low. Okay. In the 1876 presidential election, yeah, 81.8% wow. of all registered voters went out and voted, and it was the smallest var- margin of victory ever, too. Wow. As hmm. Rutherford B. Hayes beat Samuel Tilden by <laughs> one single electoral college vote wow. in 1876. Hmm. 
81.8%, Cliff. That's pretty impressive. That is. That's real impressive. And all of that you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, I saw, yes. I didn't see it, I read it, I didn't look at the pictures. Uh-oh, what is it? But comedian Kathy Griffin posted pictures <laughs> on her Instagram okay. yesterday of herself is, is in she, lingerie. In lingerie. Celebrating her 59th, anniversary, 59th uh, birthday. birthday. Yes. My, Kathy Griffin strikes me as someone who's desperately trying to stay relevant. Correct. Okay. Yes. Hence the pictures of herself in her underwear when she turns 59. Not that there's anything wrong. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, um, I've photographed women who are in that general age, and they look fabulous. Although I will say, as much as, you know, we make fun of Kathy Griffin and her attempt to stay relevant, a whole lot more like to look at pictures of her in her underwear than, say, Carrot Top. Good point. Yes. Well, today also is. Also desperately trying to stay relevant. Today <laughs> is Love Your Red Hair Day, though. Yeah, and both of them are flaming. Yes, they are. <laughs> so if you'd like to see Kathy's pictures by any chance, yeah. if we haven't talked you out of it, <laughs> just Google Wait, hold on. Appetite Suppressants, and she'll <laughs> pop right up there. Thank you for visiting the Morning Road Show. If you would, please exit through our gift shop. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Is there, is there anything on sale there? Everything's on oh, sale okay. in our yeah. gift shop. Right, Cliff, it's a clearance thing. Right. Anything said today. Phrases of the day start with number three. Asteroid insurance. Number two. I'll put mustard on a pancake. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Someone will, though. Mercy. The number one, though, morning roadshow phrase for today. Do you want to see Olivia Newton-John's pants? No. <laughs> I didn't want to see him when she was in that movie. I hated that thing. Oh, yeah, I remember that movie. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> mercy. Oh, remember. What? As you're strolling through our gift store. Yeah. If you break it, you buy it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.